You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Not Fox, Mikey H, OT Gourmet Geek, and David Green. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. Hey there, my lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 177th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Thanks for bearing with us. Uh, If you follow us on Twitter or Facebook, you'll notice that uh, we did not uh, release this episode last week as we originally said we would. Uh, We chose to be silent last week so uh, we can listen to others speak and pay attention to the incredibly important movements echoing throughout the world right now. Um, We're not going to say much more on the topic, but I do want to say this. Um, It's really important that everyone continues to educate themselves. None of us has all the answers. We need to listen to what the human experience feels like for others, Um, support each other, be there for each other, because human rights, human rights, rather, is for everybody. Uh, And Black Lives Matter. Final Girls believe that Black Lives Matter. We love you guys. (laughs) Okay, moving on to horror movies. That's not the horror movie we're all living today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The escape horror movies. The fake ones. Uh, Today we'll be discussing a couple early 2000 films that we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Orphan, as requested by Emma, which is available on Amazon for $1.99. Is that correct? I think that's still correct. Yes. Uh, and Lake Mungo, which was requested by Jeff B., which is on Tubby TV. We're still saying Tubby, right? We're not going to yeah. go with Tubi. No, I'm okay. not budging. <laughs> and it's also available for $3.99 to rent. That's oh, you, Carly. That's me. Yeah. Carly <laughs> hasn't slept, you guys. I haven't slept. Uh, as a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so listen at your own risk. Both of today's films are available to rent online, so check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. Thanks, Carly. Hey, you anytime. It. You killed See, you don't even need to sleep. You can still do You can do this in your sleep. <laughs> I'm a robot. <laughs> a podcast robot. It's crazy over there in LA, huh? Yeah. Lots going um, on over And it's over like there. the time of year where we usually play like gunshots or fireworks. Mm-hmm. Except for now, it's like lots of other things. It's feeling more or real. fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's been a little intense. And like last night, there was wind on top of everything. So it was just extra loud. I don't. I don't know. There was lots of stuff going on. Protests have obviously been going on every single day here, yeah. as I'm sure there are throughout the whole city. So sure. it's just been wild. Across the world, girl. Mm-hmm. Across the world. Mm-hmm. Even even in my little town outside of San Diego, we got stuff, man. So everyone stay safe. Yeah. But do what you got to do, you know? Yep, yep. All right. So with that, let's get started. But before we get started... <laughs> Let's we start. haven't done this segment in a while. Oh my so God, we, I totally butchered it. We Can I need try a minute. again? Can I Absolutely. start over? Do it. 
But before we jump into today's films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is You Should Have Left, which is going to be available on demand on the 19th of June. It's written and directed by David Coop, who previously directed Jurassic Park and Stir of Echoes. Did he direct it or did he write it? Not sure. He could have written or directed. I think he wrote and directed Stir of Echoes and just wrote Jurassic Park. Yeah, I was going to say he didn't direct Jurassic Park. No, no, no. He just wrote it. I was going to say when I said that, I was like, that's not right. Uh, It's based on the novel by Daniel Kelman. The IMDb summary is a screenwriter travels to a remote house in the Alps with his family so he can write the sequel to his big hit film, but he begins to regret this decision after suffering from a severe case of writer's block. I feel like that's not the right summary, and I feel like that's the summary for many other uh, trailers we've done in the past. I feel like that sounds like... Yeah, there's a I, there was another trailer we did fairly recently with a very similar with a very similar plot. I mean, doesn't it feel like uh, sinister a little bit? But I was thinking it's more like um, th- honestly, it was like a nothing trailer we did not that long ago. And it definitely wasn't that memorable. I only remember it because the summary was so close. That's so bizarre. But it was like um, a writer invites a girl to his house in the middle of oh, nowhere and scares that. her, right? So he could like write about someone being scared or something. Yeah, that was like the last trailer I think that we might have. I don't oh, remember the name no, of it. That was a while ago, but yeah, it was crazy. Um, <sighs> so anyway, this this looks... I'll mm, watch it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. If it's an on-demand movie, I might not pay for it. Well, but I when think that means you have to pay for it. Well, I was going to say, I might not pay for it, but when it's streaming... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll watch it. I mean, I love me some Kevin Bacon. Samesies. So that's really the only reason why I'd be down. I like Amanda Seyfried also. I like her too. Although, um, picturing them as a couple... Doesn't make sense. Doesn't, no. I guess if he's a famous screenwriter, maybe it makes sense. <laughs> Because she is gorge. She is gorge. Like, absolutely gorge. Um, Sorry. That's Maybe they're in love, Carly. We just need to accept it. What yeah. Are, why are we being so ageist? What's wrong with I don't us? know. I'm just going to drink my drink. Shame on us. What are you drinking? Um, I am drinking a bubbly, a gin bubbly. Good for you. Thank you. I needed it. I might pass out uh, while we're recording, oh. but... Can you, can you try to hold out till the end of this? We'll see. TBD. <laughs> Usually if I hear snoring in the background, it's like Chewy or Leia, your dogs. Yeah. But yeah. it might be Carly this time. It might be me this time. We'll see. Guys, I hope stay I tuned. can keep you awake. <laughs> um, all in all, this this trailer, especially the beginning, the first half of this trailer, feels like they just like clipped in a bunch of things from movies i've seen a bunch of times before Mm -hmm. it didn't look very interesting or exciting the ending looked a little twisty um but still mm, i don't know that i care it could be good but the cgi alone kind of threw me off sure Um, so i don't know i'm indifferent i guess i'll watch again i'll watch it not i won't pay twenty dollars for it but i will check it out i would pay three dollars for it. same i'd do 3.99 i would not do 20 dollars. no no okay well that's that's that 
let's Wait. move on. Are you feeling uh, well enough to at least intro this movie? If you want, I Guys, can do... Guys, this might get crazy, so <laughs> I'm. we'll see how it goes. Do you want me to read the request part? No. Okay, I wanna, you got this? I, I apologize to Jeff B. Okay. Ahead of time. <laughs> okay. Go um, for it. You got this. You right. got this. I have faith in you. <laughs> Jesus. We are going to start off with Lake Mungo from 2008, requested by Jeff B. <clears throat> Here's what he says. <laughs> Here are my two requests, and man, was this difficult to whittle down to only two. Lake Mungo from 2008, available on Amazon Prime. If Reddit is any indication, this mockumentary is very divisive. Most of the people love it and a lot find it boring. I love it. And it's one of the only movies to give me a chill as an adult. Um, his other request was Thelma, BT dubs. Um, so these are my two safe choices, meaning I can recommend them without hesitation. And they're not some kind of peculiar guilty pleasures that only I and very few other people like. Thanks, Jeffrey. That was nice. Nailed it. Yeah, you uh, honestly like there's some tricky like things I would have tripped over in that, and you killed it. <laughs> Thank you. So, I was go. very nervous. And you, you killed it. You didn't even need a take two. Um, um, it's written and directed by Joel Anderson. This is his only feature length film. And the IMDb summary is: Strange things start happening after a girl is found drowned in a lake. Okay. So this is, um, I don't want to get it wrong, Australian? Yes. Okay. <laughs> can, can I tell you the funny thing about this movie? I don't want to get the Kiwis mad. What? Um, I own the DVD, and I've owned the DVD <laughs> of this movie probably since 2008. What? <laughs> I've and never seen never it. you've never seen it? Um, I can't I'm, say what. There's definitely several DVDs on my shelf that I have not watched before. I uh, was a huge supporter of the After Dark films. Okay. Um, I every year would like go see them when they were in theaters. And I don't know if this was like one of the, the first year that they only they just went straight to DVD because usually mm. there was like one day that they would all be in theaters and then they would just get dispersed in dvd and i would go buy them at best buy so i'm not um, i'm not that familiar with that series could you explain it a little bit for maybe me and some of our listeners who might not know what you're talking about yeah i don't even know why there was like a period of time in i guess the later 2000s gotcha. i don't know how to describe yeah, that i know i don't know either <laughs> <laughs> um the first but, decade in 2000 yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, there you go. Um, but they, it was like an annual horror film festival, and they would do eight independent movies, um, and they would release them. I'm sure that there was like an actual festival with them, but I just remember they would come to my movie theater like okay. around the same time. Um, I'm sure a lot of movies that you've seen or might remember seeing were part of that series. Okay. Um, like, I know... Oh, fuck. I'm, like, not going to remember any of the name. I think Session 8 was one. Okay, okay. I know and I that could we've... see how this might go with that. Yeah. Sure? Um, And so, basically, it was just, like, like, Dark Ride. I don't know if you've heard of that one. No. Um, But it was, like, a whole a whole series. And okay. they were really good. And Like, indie this... kind of movies? Yeah, yeah. They were all, like, indie horror movies. And they nice. were eight every year. 
Um, I don't remember how many years that this went on for, but um, they were great. And this was a part of that. And I would always go to Best Buy and just buy them all. Um, and so that. I've I've owned this one forever. I've just never seen it. <laughs> oh. Well, you got the chance. Did you actually watch it on your DVD? I didn't. <laughs> because... Wait, did you pay for this? <laughs> Absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I bought it twice. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yep. Wait. Yep. Why? <laughs> Was it like buried somewhere? Yeah. Okay. I have boxes. So <laughs> I have so many DVDs and I don't have the space for them. Right. So I have them in alphabetized boxes, but they're like in the back of my closet. And I had... Uh, it was a lazy moment. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Fuck it. Carly. I have I have a bin of DVDs that are my most watched that mm-hmm. I like. Have it's a drawer. Sure. But this one is not in there. Got obviously. it. Got it. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I have a box of DVDs in my closet, but there are movies I that are not horror movies. Only my oh. horror movies have a spot on the shelf. No, I have like five boxes of DVDs <laughs> in my closet. I have a couple, and they're they're actually bins. They're not boxes. They're like the big Tupperware bins. That's awesome. And then I, I have like those. a bunch of shelves. The shelves I have are really cool. They're like U shaped, and they just like float on the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Uh, enough about that. Um, so this was my first watch as well. Both of these movies mm-hmm. and. I was excited because I love found footage movies. I'm a big fan of like mockumentary found footage style. I mm-hmm. easily get creeped out by them. Like it's just something I enjoy. It's not for everybody, but it's something I enjoy. Uh, this one did not work for me, though. The pacing of it was a little strange. And I don't think I was expecting it to be found footage when I started it. Okay. And so I had to kind of like adjust my expectations. Um I didn't think it was scary. I didn't, I didn't have think it was scary either. Any moments of even a little bit of fear? No. Um I don't know. It just didn't work for me. I I thought like it kind of reminded me of Ghost Watch a little bit, except I thought Ghost Watch was scarier. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, this one didn't feel horror. Um, it doesn't get to a level that I feel like hits the horror level. Like totally. I've watched episodes of like Ghost Hunters that's like creepier than this, and that same shows ridiculous junk. Not that this movie's mysteries. ridiculous junk. I think this movie has some merit. Like I just, it's not for me. I could. It's see a really well done movie for sure. It is. It just it doesn't hit scary. It doesn't hit the scary notes. It like it like nudges it and then walks away it doesn't like cross that line at all and so and then there's things that it does that i'm not really sure i understand like i don't know i mean i kind of get why there's like this whole like side plot of her having sex with the neighbors and then there's this side plot of the son like making up images in the in the film so it's like the one thing that was kind of creepy they completely eliminated totally (laughs) Uh, I did think it was creepy when the neighbor was in her her room yeah. when they were rewatching the footage and then the neighbor was in the room. That was probably the creepiest moment of the whole movie. And then they kind of ruined it by him like looking for that videotape, which yeah. I mean, it would have been creepier if he's just like some 
crazy person just walking through their house at night. I agree. We, we still don't know how she died. No. Or why. No. And she was being stalked by herself as a ghost, I guess, is spoiler alert. Yeah. I guess, if you can call it that. Uh, I felt like it was trying to take t- twists and turns, but they didn't really, they weren't really effective. I agree. Um, I was looking for something more exciting to happen. At least throw like a jump scare or something in there. Like that. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing. I'm sorry, but it needed it. Like there was, there was like part of the time I couldn't even see what they were looking at. And I have a big TV. Like I have a big TV. <laughs> and I was like squinting. I'm like, I don't know. Like you're zoomed in on something. I don't see anything. Like th- that one in the hallway. I think there was a little mirror on a table. Yes. But the little mirror on the table was the reflection of the TV, so it yes. would look like her ghost was sitting there. Right. But I didn't see that. Did you see that? Because I didn't see that. Not the first one. I saw the second one. The second time when they yeah. said what I was, should be looking for. Right. Like, <laughs> otherwise, I was, like, I was just staring there, standing there staring at the at like the hall scene mm-hmm. for like two minutes. Like It was like a magic eye. And I was like, what the fuck am I looking for? That would have been a great time for a jump scare. It totally would have fucking got me. <laughs> That would have been fantastic. It would have been like one of the, do you remember those internet things where it's like, stare at the maze and then like you get real close, get real close to the screen and then something jumps out at you. It's like, yes, exorcist. (laughs) And it makes that, that screaming sound, the house of dead scream. Yeah. Oh my God. There was one time that we were in college and I went into Andrew Jupin's dorm room. If you listen here's a little bit of fun trivia if you if you listen to we hate we hate movies uh andrew was uh is a friend of ours and i've known him since high school but we went to college together and uh i was in his dorm room in our freshman year and he like totally got me with it like he's like no you have to get really close to the screen and i got like like, so fucking close and i'm like what i don't see anything and, and like, then it ah! happened, but it wasn't even an exorcist face or anything scary. It was like a ferret or something. Wait, I think he did that to Jay. He did it also. To, he did it to many people in the hall. And I, I remember like, Jay falling out of his chair. I I was standing and I remember screaming and running out of the room. Oh my god. I remember, yeah, like them getting super into it. And of course, Kenny was like egging him on, like, get in there. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Look, this one's hard. This turns hard. And then yeah. like it happened. Yeah. And he like literally flew back. No, in they chair. totally got me. And that was like when they first came out. Like no one knew yeah. about those things then. Yeah. That's so I mean, I almost I forgot about that. That's I did. So funny. I they thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Oh my god. It was hilarious. I ran out of the room screaming. <laughs> it's hilarious. Oh, oh, I'm so happy that they didn't do it to me. Oh. Poor Jay. <laughs> they always did it. They're always <laughs> fucking with Jay. Poor Jay. Poor Jay. Poor me. Um, I always was poor. I you. always had to deal with that shit too. You probably handled it better. I was than the Jay little did, sister. Though. I was little sister, even though I wasn't, but like half the time they treated me like it. Um oh, that's so funny. But anyway, um, but the, I, this movie did not have those moments. No. So while as it was much like as well- like I hate cheap jump scares, it would have mm-hmm. been fun in this movie. Like yeah. this is, it's begging for something. There was no jump scare at all, Carly. It was like the moments weren't creepy enough to stand alone. Sorry, they just right. weren't. It was too fuzzy. Maybe if they remade this now 
where technology is a little bit better because I couldn't fucking see shit in these videotapes when they had like the camera phone videos. I was like, I can't see anything. Yeah. Like, I can't tell what the fuck's going on. It wasn't fun to watch. I, I wanted like it to concept. be fun. And I, I, yeah. I just don't th- I agree with you that I don't think it was as effective as um, as it could have been. And yeah. I think that the lead up what we lead up to is basically just like pictures showing even the ones that were doctored she was in there which what i've like it, it just didn't do by that point i i was lost yeah and so it didn't really do anything for me once we hit those moments i kind of checked out when it was like the brother admitted he doctored the videos and same stuff, and i was like well what's the point of this then and then mm-hmm. I was found out about the neighbor and I was like, okay, is it like going to turn into a serial killer movie? Like, did he murder? Is he going to appear and try to murder again? No, no, no such luck there. Uh, and then I was like, oh, is it going to be a shapeshifter movie? She found herself in the woods. Like, is it is it going to be like that? Is it going to be like uh, The Stranger? Or what is that? What's that show on HBO we like? The, oh, um, the, yep. I know what you're talking about, the, but I can't. <laughs> I got nothing for you. It's not Stranger. The... I don't know. You guys know Sound what I'm talking out. about. We, we don't sleep anymore. And I'm just, I'm lumping myself in with it, even though I do sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. It's rubbing off my, on me. My sleeplessness is your sleeplessness. Thank, thanks, Carly. Anytime. <laughs> thanks for sharing um, your sleeplessness. Hey, of course. No, whatever We're that is. Where there's like a, a shapeshifter yeah. that turns into the person and then basically frames them for murder and then moves on to the next person. Yeah, is it going to turn like, into oh, that? she's still alive. And then they're like, no. we exhumed the body and tested the DNA. And I'm like, yeah. all right, no. Nope. I was thinking that. <laughs> I was thinking that could happen. No, that didn't happen. I think they set up a lot of great ideas and they went Mm -hmm. with the least interesting one, in my opinion. It's true. In my opinion. It's true. Sorry, Joel Anderson. Sorry, Jeff B. I uh, thank you for letting me watch it. Thank you for recommending it. I uh, am glad I watched it. I finally watched it. It's been on my list for a long time. I'm glad I finally watched it. Uh, Not a rewatcher for me, though. I tried and it just didn't. I was like, nope, I didn't miss anything the first time. Jeffy, so if you haven't playing seen Animal Ghost Watch, like, yeah. check that shit out. You should check out Ghost Watch. If you like, like, if you like this, this movie. If you mm-hmm. like this, you're going to love Ghost Watch. Ghost Watch is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's so much fun. And then you can go listen to our episode on it. And then you can go listen to our interview with the writer of Ghost Watch. Who's a little angel, Jen. He was an angel. He's fantastic. Back when we did interviews, which we haven't done many, but we've done a couple. And we have done a couple. And they were all fun and all with amazing people. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, now I really want to watch Ghost Watch. I love Ghost Watch. <laughs> Isn't it so good? It's so good. It's so fun. Yes. And I, lo- I love just the idea of thinking about it, of yep. airing. Stephen Bolk. Yep. What a gem. I remember we got up so early to talk to him because he's in England. <laughs> I was, I literally was recording in the dark on purpose because I wasn't ready. <laughs> it's like, it was like my parents were visiting and this like interview just like fell on her lap and I was like, well, I have to do it. This is just like 5 a.m. like interview with Stephen Volk. Yep. <laughs> it was worth it. Worth it. It was Wonderful so worth man. it. I need to go back and listen to that. He had a oh. lot of very interesting things to say. So check that out. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's my recommend recommendation to you, Jeff B. Watch it yes. and let me know what you think. Yes. All right. Maybe you've seen it and it's old news. Uh, okay. Next up, let's move on. Are we ready to move on? I feel like we're, we're ready. ready to move on. Okay. Let's jump in. Jumping back in my notebook to Orphan from 2009. 
It was requested by Emma. Emma writes, Hi, Vinyl Girls. My name is Emma, Carly's little cousin. I am sending in my request for Listener Request Month. My movie request is Orphan from 2009. My reason for picking this movie is I've been trying to get Carly to watch this forever, and I figured this was the perfect way to make it happen. Have a great day, Emma. She's very smart. (laughs) I love it. That is the most perfect way to make me watch a movie. I love it. Uh, It's directed by... Jaume Colette Sarah, who previously directed House of Wax and The Shallows, which I think we've done both of those movies. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It's written by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick, wow, uh, who wrote Aquaman and The Conjuring 2. And story is by Alex Mace, who hasn't done much else. The IMDb summary is a husband and wife who recently lost their baby adopt a nine-year-old girl who is not nearly as innocent as she claims to be. Ain't that the truth? I want to preface this. If you are spoiler sensitive, guys, there's a big spoiler here. Yes, and we will talk about it. There's no way around it. And we're going to talk about it. It's going to happen right away. So just letting you know that now. Okay. So this movie was spoiled for me about 15 years ago. (laughs) Did you remember the spoiler? I did. Is that why you've never watched it? Yes. Okay. Part of it, I mean, I I knew someone who watched it, yeah. who was like, after they watched it, was like laughing hilariously, hysterically rather, and like wanted to tell me all about it and was like, did you watch it? I was like, no. And they're like, you should watch it so we can talk about it. I'm like, just tell me what happens. And so, <laughs> which I never do, but I was like, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> so just tell me what happens. The joke's on Amy. Is I it? never tell people. Well, I don't know. I mean, I still enjoyed it. I knew what happens, and I still enjoyed it. I probably would have enjoyed it more, or maybe I would. I might have enjoyed sure. it less if I knew. I knew that there was a twist. I just sure. couldn't figure out what it was. Sure. Um, but like the start so of this movie, so you were surprised. I wasn't super surprised okay. though, because I was. It was more of like a oh moment, you know? <laughs> okay. Sure. Like okay. Sure. Like not like oh shit. Like <laughs> oh, all right, yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Um, but I love Vera Farmiga and Peter Sarsgaard so much. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen Peter Sarsgaard in a long time. So I was What do very I know happy. him from? Help me. Um, so I, for some reason, like the first thing that comes to mind uh, is, oh my gosh, now I can't remember. Um, Boys Don't Cry. He's like the complete asshole in that movie. Okay. Um, that could be it. He was also in, he's been in like a ton. I'm just going to scroll through his IMDb because you haven't slept in a long time. I haven't. Um, Garden State, I think he was in. Yeah, um, I wouldn't know him for that. Jarhead. Could be. Skeleton Key, maybe. Skeleton, skeleton Key. Yeah, could be that. That's probably um, that. Housebound. Could be mm-hmm. that. Could be that. Anyway, I like him. He's great. I, He's I'm, so I'm great. kind of over Vera Familia playing the same fucking character and everything. I'm a little bit tired of her. To be honest, she does a great job. There's nothing wrong with her. I'm just like, uh, seems very one note to me. Always the like, kind of, I don't know how to describe her. Like honest, muted, human. But like going crazy a little bit. A little bit crazy, but also genuinely good. 
Like mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know, I'm just kind of over. I don't, I don't know. Like I love her. her on Bates Motel. I didn't even watch the last. She season, is different on Bates Motel, and she's fantastic on Bates so Motel. Good. But her in this like, type of role, her? I find kind of like. Bleh. I get you. I get you. Um, um, but this the one probably kid actors are great in this. They really are. Um, and I like the little girl that plays Esther mm-hmm. is in the Hunger Games, and I couldn't like, <laughs> I couldn't forget that for some reason. <laughs> I kept saying like, "Oh, there's Clover." I think that's her name in Hunger Games. Oh yeah, um, and she was like a little asshole in Hunger Games, obviously mm. as well. But um, so yeah, except for she's wearing like a tea dress the whole time. I'm the not... little little girl. Oh my gosh, she's, she's great. So cute. She's super cute and so she... good. Yeah, and she's the actually so almost completely deaf in real life. Also, she oh. has a uh, cochlear implants in real life. Um, so yeah, which is great. I mean, she does a fantastic job. Uh, the kids honestly kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max is a little asshole, um, mm-hmm. but he does it well. <laughs> yeah, he does. I and you think, feel bad for him. I don't too. Think, do we? I don't. I, I don't feel bad for him. I feel like he's a little dick for no reason. Like, I feel and, like when shit started going down, I felt bad for him. Yes. Yes, but even then, it was like Daniel, you were being such right? a dick when there Ma- was no Max reason. Max is the little girl, right? Huh? Max is the girl. It's his oh, name yeah, is Daniel, you're right, right? You're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. Yes. Just want to make sure. Yeah, you're right, Daniel. Um, I st- but I just, I, I don't understand why they make him such a jerk. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I get that. They they could have gone ha- let him have some like nice moments or have him like start coming around on her before shit goes down like mm-hmm. would have been so effective like yeah. sure have him be a dick at the beginning but let them have like a warm moment in front of the parents and he starts to change his mind and maybe he even sticks up for her at school and then he sees her doing something super shitty and becomes a dick again like I would have loved that that would have been great. I get that. I I think I don't know. I feel like it's still a- effective that he's just a complete dick to her until he becomes completely terrified of her and then like starts changing his tune about it. I think that kind of makes it more severe than having that back and forth. Maybe, but I, I just also don't get like him. Saying. That's the problem. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't root for him really. Mm-hmm. I got some very. Um, well, I don't know. I I was because he's so sweet with his actual like with his actual sister. Mm. Um, and then I understand him getting jealous when dad isn't paying attention to him. I so, understand the jealousy thing, but he is such an asshole. He's yeah. so mean, and she's perfectly lovely at the beginning. Like, there's really That's no true. reason for it. He didn't it's not need like to be he saw through from her the, shit. It was just being a dick. Yeah. Um, I got some good sun vibes in the treehouse scene. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of like really good and effective moments in this movie. I thought it was well directed. Yeah, same. Um, I don't know that I fully understand. Like, I understand the story, but I don't know that I fully believe the story. Um, but I, I appreciate the effort, and I think it's worth sure. watching one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know if I believe the story either but again it's a movie so i just allow it to happen sure it's fine <laughs> it's fine the the S, there's there's definitely some things that are over the top and then some things that i don't think are an, well i guess it all kind of becomes over the top really quick yeah uh does it almost seem too quick 
Kind of, because we have this build up and then all of a sudden just shit goes down and everything happens all at once. I think once she like kills the nun, like yeah. we're like full it, steam. The ahead. movie really takes a turn and I almost feel like that happened too early. I can agree. Yeah. But I mean I do I it definitely goes there. It it crosses the horror line multiple times. Oh, uh, yeah. Tony was watching the beginning of this with me and was like, oh, la, la, la. We're watching a thriller. How fun. And then it like turned for ho- full horror. And he was like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's a horror movie. I told you. Uh, he's like, I got to go. He's like, mm, OK. I thought this oh. was going to be different. Uh, <laughs> Murder is happening. Bye. He's like, I thought this was going to be like a uh, lifetime. And then it turned into like actual horror. <laughs> um. But I think it was supposed to be more severe. Like, there's definitely things in the trivia that uh, I think are interesting. Like, the original script, uh, it was going to show a scene of Esther, like, dismembering uh, the Coleman's pet hamster. Uh, It was written but never filmed, Um, which would have been intense, I think. Yeah. You would have been out on that. Would not have been all right with it. There was an. This is my favorite though. Let me. I'm just going to read it word for word. This is from IMDb. In earlier drafts of the script, Esther does not stab John to death. Instead, as he discovers the black light paintings in her room, she jumps out from beneath a pile of stuffed animals on her bed, stabs him in the eye with a pair of scissors, pushes him down the stairs, breaking his leg, and strangles him with a jump rope. For some reason, I just read that, but like Chucky is yeah, what I imagine it in sounds, my head. It's like so ridiculous over the yeah. top. I'm glad I didn't do that one. Same. Like the stuffed animals and the jump rope. Do Too we much. need both of those things? Too much. She's also, not a child. I didn't believe she was nine. No. Not even a little bit did I think she was nine. Because I, I would was, maybe I, believe 12. I wrote 12. Like I was like, yeah, because uh, the whole beginning of this movie, I was trying to figure out how old she was. And then when they finally said she's nine, I was like, I don't know. No, I know nine year olds and I know 12 year olds and she looks 12. <laughs> yeah, she definitely looked older. Um, But then I think they did a really great job. So spoiler alert. Here we go. Moving forward. She's actually a 30 tw- year old woman. Surprise! Surprise! She's in her 30s and she has some disease that makes her stay looking like a child. And so she was in a mental uh, facility in another country and then found her way here and then um, basically put herself in. Well, she was adopted by a family. Then she killed them and then she got put in a what is it i don't i don't think they called them do they help me out here what are we thinking of (laughs) they don't call them orphanages anymore do they uh i'm i don't i think so okay maybe it's an orphanage i don't know i i didn't know that they had orphanages anymore but uh she's in a home and a uh, home for girls a home for girls and gets adopted again by this family the whole and how do we feel about the whole vera familia um losing a child plot side plot there because i think it was Um, really well done i think so too i especially because like we're connecting with her at the beginning 
we it, are understanding. It feels very real. Yeah. It feels very honest. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they like play it up when things like that happen, when someone loses a child in a movie. But here it's like, it's a real thing. You see her still dealing with it. You know mm-hmm. that their marriage suffered because of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wrote a storybook for her little girl to like understand what happened to the baby because it was stillborn, right? Yeah. And so, and then they had like flowers, roses that were growing over the ashes. I mean, it was like, it was nicely done. And like, yeah. you, whenever she talked about it, she was very honest. You could tell she was dealing with it. There was yeah. also a, like an undertone where, you know, the husband was cheating on the wife for a period and the wife was an alcoholic or yes. is an alcoholic and is struggling with her alcoholism. Correct. And so sometimes I think too many layers of like that can be tricky in a movie. I think they do it really well here. And it feels I very, so all of it feels really honest. It um, was very authentic and yeah. it, it made it made their relationship very dimensional yes. and um, I believed it. And you understand why he maybe gets so angry and then how, why she gets defensive. There's like a lot of things that um, the reactions make sense when yes. you have all of the information. Yes. 100%. I, that whole thing, like the whole family dynamic, it's all really well done. It all feels really honest. What doesn't feel honest is, I think, towards the second half of the film, um, when we're seeing Esther acting and reacting and how the parents are dealing with it. Um, I don't believe this doctor, this therapist in the second half of the movie is awful and doing things yes. that no therapist should do. Um, the daddy, den- the quote unquote daddy denier that I call it. I don't know what other people call it in any horror movie. Like, the dad is always the skeptical, like, realist uh, and doesn't believe their significant other or their children when they're saying bad things are happening. So there's a big daddy denier uh, Mm -hmm. issue in this movie. Uh, But I think it works okay because of their history. Um, A lot of times it's like, yeah, okay, we get it. You're smarter than the woman and you have to be skeptical of everything. Um... But in this movie, I feel like it's a little bit more honest because there is a level of distrust in their marriage because of her alcoholism. And if right, thinks, their daughter almost died. Yeah, that's pond. why she's deaf is because she fell in this lake um, right. when her mom was drinking instead and of And he's still trying her. to, for most of the movie, he's still trying to be supportive. I think he is. And then there's just, a, it, it hits a note where he thinks she's drinking again and he's just yeah. completely written everything off. Right. Because um, to be fair, she did go and buy alcohol. She did. And she then did. she dumped it down the sink. Yeah. I just think that the doctor dealt with it very wrong. Oh, I absolutely agree. And I, also I did think, not like the doctor. And I also thought he kind of dealt with it wrong. Like, if you're going to give her an ultimatum, if you're going to to tell her she has to go to therapy or you're taking the kids, like, I have never heard of that happening and you giving someone a week to deal with it. Like... Oh, totally. <laughs> like... This is an intervention. If you don't get help, I'm taking the kids. It's usually now, not in a week, because you don't want to give a person a week to to binge or whatever. Like, that's not the way you deal with this situation. So, like, that was kind of like, I felt like that was bullshit, especially because the doctor was present. Like, no doctor would, like, recommend you do that. No. Um, So, I kind of call bullshit on that. 
I, ca- I call bullshit I'm basically the doctor not even the husband because I could see as a husband like wanting to give your wife some time to really think about it um it's still weird but okay but like a doctor would have put like a stop to that shit yeah I agree <sighs> what else I have like a lot of notes but they don't really make a lot of sense to me now reading it <laughs> I, I do like how uh, Vera, Familia's character, when she buys the wine, she buys two bottles of wine, which isn't even that much wine, to be no, honest. It's not. Like, I mean, maybe it is, but I do that all the time. You buy two <laughs> bottles of wine. Yeah, and she tells the clerk she's having guests for dinner. Like, yeah. she needs to excuse buying two bottles. Like, I have never given an excuse to anyone checking me out. <laughs> I mean, for her though, because she feels uncomfortable. You know what sure. I mean. She's rationalizing it in her head, but it's still funny because, like, it would never cross my brain to ever try to rationalize that to a stranger. Sure. I think it makes sense coming, like, from her viewpoint of being an alcoholic is saying, like, oh, she's judging me. Like, even though, like, the clerk doesn't know anything about your background, like, I think, I don't know, I think that made sense. Okay. Another thing that bothered me is at the end of the movie, the end of the movie I don't love where they call the cops the cops get there and it's like the movie ends but doesn't end because it there's more that happens and right <laughs> like at that point if you were in a house and someone was trying to kill you would the cops put you in the woods by yourself no ever i, t- I t- never would like, they do the that fuck? yeah <laughs> here stand what? in the woods by yourself while we go look for the killer <laughs> yeah <laughs> with your children stand here with your child in the woods and we'll go look for the killer. <laughs> I think that's the dumbest thing ever. This is like it, the dumbest because it's so ever. strong. The rest of the movie is so strong yeah. that the end kind of just did feel kind of throwaway. It's like, I don't know. If, if you're in those fields, I would just think like that's not like what you should be doing or what you were at least trained to do. <sighs> not that people are doing what they're trained to do now. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh... <laughs> What was I saying? That's it. It was produced by Leonardo DiCaprio. I was literally just going to mention that. What the fuck? And he's the one that pressured Vera and Sarsgaard to be in it. Yeah. Does this feel anything like Leonardo DiCaprio to you? It's interesting. Mm. Interesting choice, Leonardo DiCaprio. It had a ton of producers, co-producers, associate producers. So maybe he just gave it money. Yeah. I mean, there was a, um, I didn't write it down, so I forget the name of the award that uh, scripts get when it's like one of the best scripts that didn't get made, you know? Yeah. Do you know those awards? I forget what it's called. Sorry, I know I'm a terrible podcaster. This was up for an award because it was one of those scripts that had been floating around and never got made. And it's just like a good script. So, I mean, I could see how maybe he might have gotten behind it because of that. Um. Yeah, it looks like there were 17 producer, co-producers, and associate producers on so, this. To me, the creepiest part of this movie is that this happened in real life after the fact. <laughs> what? So I'm just going to read IMDb, but I did read about it in an article. I know it's true. Uh, uh, ironically, 10 years after this movie was released, the, the real-life case of Christine Barnett seems to be very much like the plot of this movie, as reported by local media outlets... Um, 
the mom claims that she adopted a daughter who was 10. Uh, the daughter was actually 22 years old, an sociopath who tried to kill the mom, um, who had been charged with neglect, uh, claiming that her adopted daughter was was supposed to be 10. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's creepy. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's creepy. I that's know. nuts. That's, I'm going to look it up Chris, on, no, while Christine we're recording. Christine Barnett. Christine Barnett. Mother claims Ukrainian adopted daughter, nine, was 22. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. That's wild. She tried to kill us. Indiana mother who adopted six-year-old Ukrainian girl with dwarfism has been charged with abandonment, but claims her daughter was found to be a 22-year-old sociopath masquerading as a child. Wow. Yikes. That's insane. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Who would have thought? All right. Congratulations, this movie. <laughs> I don't know. Bizarre. Anyway, so that's Orphan. That's it. Thanks, Orphan. I like this one. It was good. I liked it, too. Thanks, Emma. Apparently, you need to listen to your cousin. Happy birthday, by the way. Is it a birthday? Last week. Happy birthday, Emma. Thanks for the request, Emma. <laughs> Anything else? That's it. That's okay. all we got for that. So there's one more episode of Face Punch Sunday Brunch coming out. Yep, two yep. more. I guess two, two more. more. Two more when this comes out. But one yeah. more that we have to record. It's been so fun and it's sad that it's gone by so fast. You know, on our Facebook group, which anyone can join, by the way, our Facebook discussion group. Um, I, I've noticed that people want more. They want yeah. us to do other series. Um, they requested it. Which I don't know if we'll do. But I mean, maybe every once in a while we could. Yeah. I don't know. I'm en- I enjoy watching movies and talking to you about them. So, And if people like listening, I just feel like it not? needs to be something I've seen before so I can I, do it. Yeah. I saw people were recommending the Hunger Games uh, movies. Um, it's also a very big echo of people wanting us to watch uh, the Fifty Shades movies. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, that's true. Well, because what that was Is that true that 50 Shades is fan fiction written off of Twilight? I mean, it can be argued. I've read both and I've seen both of the movies. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean there's definitely some parallels there. There are. There are. Uh, obviously, one is a little bit much more mature than the others. <laughs> yeah. And if yeah. you ask me, Twilight's <laughs> written a lot better. Um, oh, that's so funny. But yeah. They're all, they're both uh, interesting. That's so funny that I'm people a, want us to do that. I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. It's basically just like us watching like porn. It'd be together. weird to watch. <laughs> we will be watching porn together. <laughs> I'm talking know. about it for you guys. Well, it's not like that. I mean, it, it is though. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else? Do we have to say anything else? Do we have to talk about anything else? I'm trying to think. Oh, I well, I, I kind of touched on this before. Oh, this is... I, no, it doesn't have anything to do with anything. I do watched it. The O.C. That's oh, it. Oh, you're watching The O.C.? No, I watched... I finished it. You finished it? I watched it. four seasons in like a week. Wow. So, do I need to watch that? That's I haven't a thing. watched that. I really liked it. I'm so happy that I watched it again because I had so much fun with it. And literally, like the whole cast of Twilight is in it. <laughs> So I kept texting Amy like, 
this person's on this episode of the OC. It's exciting. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe I'll get to that. I, th- it was I fun. think it's you on should HBO watch Shit's Creek again. I think you should try to watch Shit's Creek again. Okay. Okay. I know that it's hard to get through the first season, but like once you get through the first season, it's so incredibly rewarding and amazing. Like you'll love it so much. I'll commit. I'm trying okay. to think of there was something else that I was going to start. I don't remember what it was. So that's the yeah, one that I want you that. to watch the most. I think. Okay. Oh, I started. Re- I started not rewatching from the beginning, but I picked up where I left off watching Supernatural. Okay. Um. But that also happened today, so I really don't remember anything that I watched. So that might have to be restarted. Thanks. Good, good grief. What about you? Are you watching anything? I'm obsessed with guys go through games. Okay, yeah, yes. You told me about <laughs> that's this. Like, that's like the main thing that I watch when I'm by myself right now. Because it's so uplifting and fun. And I'm really into like chefs. And, like, popular TV chefs. And they all, like, compete against each other and, like, donate all their money to charity. And it's really fun. And I... Fuck you guys. I love Guy Fieri. I don't care what anyone says about him. He's, He's a an good angel. guy. He yeah. donates so much money and he gets other people to donate their money and does a lot of good in the world. And, yeah, his hair is stupid. And he acts a little bit like a douchebag. But overall, he's pretty awesome. And so I'm I'm here to defend Guy Fieri. <laughs> I'm here with you. I'm standing Thanks. next to you, holding Thanks. your hand. Thanks, Carly. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, so I've been watching <laughs> a lot of guys' grocery games. I've also been watching, uh, what's it called? Ugh, feed Phil. We need a Feed Phil. What's it called? Oh, I'll look it up because I forget the I name of it. Feed I watched- Phil. Feed Phil. It's just called Feed Phil. Uh, it's uh, Phil who is the... Uh, the writer of Everybody Loves Raymond, Philip Rosenthal. Mm-hmm. He uh, travels around the world and like spends time in the city and like eats their food and meets their people and travels around. I love those types of things. So that that one's fun to watch. Oh, nice. If you like those types of things, that one that's one on Netflix. That one's on Netflix. Guys, Grocery Games is on Hulu. Just saying. I watched one of the new documentaries on Shudder, uh, The Scream Queen um episode or a documentary i think it's called Mm. like my nightmare on elm street or something like that it's about um it's about the second nightmare on elm street film and how it basically like destroyed our lead scream scream boys uh career yeah and it was very interesting i didn't realize that it was considered like the first gay film like big Mm. movie that was released Mm -hmm. um and i also never really thought about it as being released literally like right when the aids epidemic hit and uh it was super interesting and and i really enjoyed it so i've heard good things about it if you're in the movie mood for a doc i meant to watch that when we were doing our nightmare on elm street series and then i just didn't get around to it because i was watching all the nightmare on elm street movies (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a thing that we yeah. were doing. Yeah. Oh. So that's really Lots. it for me. All right. I haven't finished Gossip Girl. I haven't gone back to Gossip Girl in a while. I, I'm taking a guy's grocery games detour. I like it. Yeah. Sometimes you need a break. Yeah. All right. What are we doing next week, Carly? We got a great one for you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> 
We are going to be discussing God Monster of Indian Flats, uh, as requested by Matt N. It is oh, currently up on Prime Video. I don't know. And also Phantasm, as requested by Robert C. And that one is streaming on Prime Video, Vudu, Tubby TV, Crackle, and Shudder. That one's all over the place. They're yeah. both available to stream. Good job, guys. Oh, this God Monster of Indian Flats movie. Like, I'm stoked. Is, what is it? A, a mutant sheep? Something like that. A killer mutant sheep? Killer mutant sheep terrorizing the Indian Flats. And it's from like 1973 or something? Like, I yep. just don't even know. I don't, I don't know. What's but got a 3.9 out of 10 on IMDb? Oh, God. I don't know. Buckle up. What are you doing, Matt? What are you doing to us? He's stoked. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm Is listener request well. month almost over? Never. <laughs> okay. It's never over. It's like it's like three months of listener requests. Yep. <laughs> There's still so many more to do. Like we're there gonna be are. doing this all year. <laughs> we're getting to all of them though. That's the important thing. Oh, let's see. How many episodes? I'm just gonna count real quick. So it's like one, two, three, four, five. Five more episodes after next episode. There we go. So six more episodes after If today. I find something, I will say, if I do find some movies that I want to do, we're taking a break for I my birthday I can tell weekend. you right now, there is an episode I want to do so, so badly. But I get to do what episodes I want to do for my birthday week. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Your birthday's coming up. So. Okay. We already did Jaws. What are we going to do? Harry Potter? Yes, it's all up on <laughs> HBO right now. Oh my god. Imagine we just do Harry Potter the month oh of July. God. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. JK. So that's it for this week. Until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye. Bye.